um, podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, and I was leveling up my character at the time <laughs> of this intro, so... I kind of felt like he was going to scream. I don't know. I'm just glad he didn't. I was like, oh no. I think it's episode 19 where he screams, this is my swamp, or get yes. out of my swamp, at the top of his lungs. It scared me. That's awesome. It hurts to listen to. Hello, everyone. I thought it was Shrek Swamp. It is. He was, he was pretending Shrek. to be Shrek. Role play. Role <laughs> play. We're not role playing yet. Role play. Oh, he's play. role playing as Shrek. Yeah, he was role play. Oh, he was role playing as Shrek. Uh, oh, is that a possum? Yeah, ignore that. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> yeah. to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure for everyone. Just literally, just anyone. Except I you. am... Uh, I'm your Dungeon Master. My name is Paul, and today I'm joined by four friends of mine. Hey guys, it's Jeremy, and I play Sutsaurus. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Sir Vance Off the Wall. I'm Alan, and I play Char, and Paul is a friend of mine. <laughs> wow. Because uh, you said that. I have a friend in Paul. <laughs> Why? I'm not Paul's friend. <laughs> hey, I'm Felicia. I play Misk. She plays Misk. Uh, so how's everyone doing today? You know, I'm tired. Slept 30 minutes. So everyone's doing great, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess it depends on how you define that. I mean, are we going to try and define that? I don't want to like do Frosted this. Like Frosted Flakes? <laughs> uh, we're going to get into some Dungeons and Dragons today. But before we do, a couple of things to take care of up front. First, Battle Bards. They're friends of ours that allow us to use their awesome sound effects, music, soundscapes, etc., and uh, it has really taken our show to the next level. If you would like to try out some of these sweet medieval or sci-fi sound effects for your gaming table, go to BattleBards.com. Use the code MBHPODCAST for 15% off of a BattleBards Prime subscription. So spicy. We also want to give a shout out to one of our patrons who has gone to Patreon.com slash heroes and supported our show. We are eternally grateful for your support, and we want to give a huge shout out and thanks to one of our newer patrons, Rose. Woo! Hey, Rose. You go, Rose. Is that Rose Tyler? I hope. I was thinking more like Rose from the Titanic. Rose. It's been 87 years. Is that a person, Rose Tyler? Oh, yeah. I know Rose Tyler. Rose Tyler. Thanks. Thanks, Rose, for being a patron. You are uh, just a wonderful human being. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you want to get a shout out, you can support us. Patreon.com slash make believe heroes. And we'll give you that shout out. Or you can go to iTunes or wherever your podcast reviews are held and leave us a five star review like this one that Jeffrey is going to read for us right now. This review is by Dank. Oh no, that's (laughs) what the review is. It's titled it's titled Dank. Is Dank because the podcast is dank. Yes. Five stars by Tudster Four from Australia. Ooh. Yeah. Good day, mate. He's a he's a half orc. <laughs> or they're a half orc. Thank you. This podcast is a okay. It's A-okay. dank. <laughs> it's fresh. 
with a ph oh, yeah, okay and it's definitely definitely worth a listen paul the dm is my inspiration as a dungeon master oh wow likewise his world manumi was the inspiration for my own current campaign setting these guys wow. and girl are too funny and all of them are such good role players I don't know why you're still reading this review. You could be listening to this podcast. Oh, go listen now. That's great. Yes, I'm sorry, but you guys are listening something now. right now. You know what I think? I think that review was dank. It was. What's dank? It was a dank review. It means it's like damp and dark. I think. Yeah. No, I think it's the colloquial form of the uh, word dank. Yeah. I would. I would call it sick, nasty. Yeah, boy. <laughs> he said, guys, and. Girl. And girl. <laughs> that cracks me up every time. Sick. Oh, it's great. Loved it. I okay. Thank you right so much. Okay. Thank yeah, you so mate. much for the view, and we apologize for all the terrible Australian accents that have been present on this podcast. But you stuck around, so apparently it wasn't too offensive. I'm really trying. Okay. Let's begin with some Dungeons and Dragons, shall we? I shall commence with the rolling of the giant blue D20. I have rolled a seven. What? Nice. Thank God. That's lower than last time. So, what happened last time? on Schmeck Believe Heroes. So last time, our adventurers were locked into combat with a small group of imps inside the throne room of the castle of Serastus in the burning circle of the Nine Hills. There in this uh, skirmish, they were faced with taking down these little impish demons Meanwhile, there was a blue devil with glossy eyes spouting out nonsense in the middle. Uh, and the group began to realize that there was some other party, some other presence that they could not see that was whispering in their ears and trying to compel them to kill one another. Uh, some of our group was coerced to act against their friends or, well, I don't know if I'd say friends, with their party members and others uh, were able to overcome it. Regardless, after a time, Vance finally managed to locate this presence and destroy it. Once he did, the devil in the floor, the one that was in very, very poor state, snapped out of it and revealed himself to be Saul and Misk's old friend, Zaka Zagana. Zaka! That Saul subsequently had to relieve of his pain yes zach shared with them some pertinent information that uh some great headless beast had crawled out of the void of the forsaken circle demanded that serastus surrender and when serastus had uh, refused an army of creatures like zeka had never seen flooded over the land killing and destroying everything and there's no one left and serastus has been taken zach managed to stay alive somehow, seemed probably through hiding. And then after receiving this information in his weak and addled state, Saul mercifully ended his life. And as we ended, Vance heard that whispering voice once more, repeating the strange lines of some sort of prophecy. And that is where we begin today. You are all standing around the large black throne with the uh, symbol of the flames coming up off the back of this high seat. Zach is lying before you on the ground, Saul, where you laid him to rest. And the strange thing is, 
like I said before, you've never seen anything that had the power to actually, quote-unquote, kill a devil. Maybe it's because of, well, you don't really know. You don't know why it is, but for some reason, Zack's body has not turned to ash and disappeared the way that a devil would on the battlefield. But rather, he is still lying there before you on the ground, seemingly dead. <clears throat> Misk, this place is not home anymore. He should have turned to Vash. I, I don't know. I don't even know if we found Father that he would know what's going on. Father is no more. He is. Mm. Did you not just hear Zach? He was taken. He didn't say that he was dead. I know a guy with a very particular set of skills for when people are taken. <laughs> Liam Neeson? <laughs> I don't know who you are. Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson Neeson, son. Taken or not, he has abdicated the throne of the Burning Circle. He had to. I don't think Father would just give up. He would do everything he could until he, there was nothing he could do. You know him. I know him well, yes. That's why I say he's lost to us. I'm not giving up hope. Even though I don't like that guy. He scares me, and he was really mean to me, and I left, and I don't like him because of that and what he was going to make me do, but he's our father. Well. He's the only one down here that knows what's going on, that we can trust. <laughs> you know better than to trust a devil. Be that as it may, we have only one thing to do in this situation. What's that? He uh, takes her by the hand and starts leading her around to the front of the throne and basically motions for her to sit down. On the throne? Yep. I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. That's You don't have much of a choice. Sit down. And she kind of walks over and, like, dusts the seat off. Mm-hmm. There's ash settled all over it. And she kind of looks back at Saul, looks back at the seat, and sits down. He uh, walks up beside of her. Mm-hmm. As the eldest child of Sarastus, I name Misk Isada, first of her name, Queen of the burning circle. The returned, the blood-soaked, the champion of the triumph of devils. Forever shall she reign. And uh, Saul takes a, a knee next to her. And when he does, he's going to cast Thaumaturgy to give her a crown of flames. So you don't have to do that, because whenever you say those words and, like, um, take a knee, Misk... The same thing happens that happened to you whenever you first landed here. Oh, no. Uh, you immediately begin to grow. You become taller. Uh, wings sprout out from your back, and they fold uh, outward. And appearing between your horns, which extend, is a burning crown. What color is it? It's gold. Okay. But it's got a hint of red. Like, you can't tell if it's staying gold or it's... Right. Or it's red. It's made of fire. It continues to burn with a, a golden color tinged with red. That's terrifying and beautiful. What are Char and Vance doing as this is this is going on? Char is just kind of uh, putting around, you know, looking at different things in the area. He's, he's kind of like, he's not like, you know, actively looking for something. He's just kind of killing time like looking around he's like oh yeah hell cool <laughs> so he's pretty much disinterested in what's going on with misc over there no he's 
so he's seeing all of that, but he's like, hmm, I don't know if I want to be near that anymore. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so you're kind of trying to distance yourself, maybe without necessarily obviously distancing yourself. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of wandering around. Vance. I kill her. Okay, so as you see this sort of happen, and then you see her sit up there, and then her sort of transform into this devilish being, and the uh, burning crown on her head, you, you hear the voice of uh, uh, your acquaintance speak up. Uh, these worms think they have power. They have no power. Does Vance respond to that, or just stay silent? No, he stays silent. He don't know what to say. You, you can feel just this overwhelming sense of disgust coming from uh, from him. So, Misk, what do you do? This is a lot. So, after all that happens, mm-hmm. and so she's taller. You are in the same form. That you my wings were, come out? Yeah, you're in the same form that you were before you ever left the hills. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. So, she's gonna stand up, and she kind of just, like, looks at him. She's unsure of just all this, but mm-hmm. she's trying to just be brave and take it on, because it's kind of like their only hope to do this. She doesn't want to be this big evil demon anymore. That's why she left the Nine Hills. Right. Yeah, no, I understand. But if she if that's what it takes to save us and these people and our people, then she's going to have to do it. So. Mm-hmm. Saul, I think it's time we take the hills back. Well said. She's going to pull out her sword. And can she fly? So as you step, are you stepping down off the throne? Well, I stood up. I was right in front of the throne. So I pulled out my sword. Right. You pull out your sword and it's alight with flame just like it was before. Could you fly? Theoretically. Yes. But you don't you don't know you don't you don't really understand how all this is working. No. So she takes a deep breath. Yeah. Closes her eyes and you kind of see her like squint like she's trying to do something. Okay. She's trying to make her wings just flare out. They flare out. It's like muscle memory. So she opens her eyes like, "Whoa." Right. And she looks at Char and Vance and points her sword at them. Okay. Are you with us or against us? Okay. Oh, girl. I don't think that's a question you want to ask. I think it is. As queen of the nine hells, you two better be with us. And if you're not, you're my enemy. And if you're my enemy, you're going to die. Oh, shoot. Do I still have power over Saul with the contract? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is there anything I can do to, to trigger that right now? No, he's not against you. No, I don't, I don't know, uh, like, what? Um, I, don't, I don't think there's, like, like a, I don't know, like a button, you know what I'm saying? That you could press to, like, zap him with, you know what I mean, with pain. 
Yeah. Like shot so, caller. So long as so long as he is not doing anything to break the contract. Yeah. Which if she if she does anything, like even like to try and force him to break the contract, then yeah, it okay. would cause him pain. But right now he's not necessarily actively involved in this. How does Saul feel about that? So Charger says, "I'm for you as long as it lines up with my interests." Yeah, I mean, I don't have any issues. So you'll release me from my contract? No, I said as long as it lines up with my interests. That's not terribly interesting to me. Your interest right now should be to survive. I'm just saying. Sound if you said if I want to survive, if you want your brother to survive, then you'll want me to survive. That's a good point. I don't know if we know, like, if she just kills Char, if it's gonna kill Saul. I mean, we didn't, we couldn't just kill the Shiv, right? That's right. It wouldn't free you from the contract. If Char, well, Miss doesn't know that. Actually, I'm pretty sure she does because we've already talked about that. We have absolutely defined that uh, killing them would not free Saul from the contract, and that it could potentially end in an even worse situation. Uh, which is why blood contracts are not typically used by stand-up individuals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Misk is not trying to just look at them and say, are you against me? Okay, you're going to die. She's trying to threaten them because yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the fact it. that Saul and, and Misk right now have to go and find her dad, their father. So what I, what I want to know is what you're saying about Char's character. Are you trying to say he's not a stand-up guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I'm drunk. So. I like this. Okay. Let's keep rolling. Hey, we'll follow you to do your thing. I mean, I will. I don't care either way. But it's up to Vance. It's his mission down here. I'm just along for the ride. I mean, as long as we can do both. I would also like, since we're in the middle of all this, I would like to put forward the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room is... The contract is Saul had to help you all get down here and get back. And in order to do that, uh, you had to sacrifice a royal tiefling. So Saul already, quote-unquote, died. And the implication is that one of you, or Misk specifically, will have to do it again for you all to get out. Mm. Why Misk specifically? Why can't Saul be royal twice times? It's It's not necessarily true. That but Saul that can't. The- uh, in fact, in a previous episode, Saul went to Char privately and informed him that when the time came that he was going to be the one that would be used in the ritual and not her. Uh, but, you know, the original deal was one to get in, one to get out. So as far as Misk knows, she, she is the one that's supposed to be used to get out. I'm just saying this is all this is a very tricky situation where one of you is doomed to die in order for the other two to get out alive. So this is an out-of-character question. Yes. Presumably, the two of them got out of the hells without sacrificing royal tieflings before. Is that on the right. table for us getting out? Like, Char Char assumes that that's a possibility in his head because they got out before. That there could be another way out? Yeah, and he, he he's not, like, actively looking for that, but he's also thinking, you know, he w- he's not... A cold-blooded killer who's just looking to kill some tieflings. It's like, if there's right. a better way, he'd be down with that. Right. Which is part of the reason why I wanted to remind you all so that that might come out. Um, 
as far as how they got out, they were devils, and devils are not like flesh and blood type physical beings the way that you all, the four of you are, which is why Saul, well, specifically more so Misk, but also Saul, are sort of like trapped between two existences. You know what I'm saying? Whenever they left the hells, they put on flesh and became tieflings in a way. They were changed physically, uh, drastically changed into basically a new being. Uh, it wasn't just a, oh, walk through this gate and you're in the natural plane. It was a transformation. You know what I'm saying? Char doesn't probably know that, but that is that is the case for them. So as to whether or not that specifically is a way out, probably not for elves and humans. You know what I mean? That does not mean there's not other ways out. Well, if that's the case, can't Char just put on double flesh? What would that be like, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> just kind of slurpy, you know? Just like, ew. Okay, so Misk is still, she still has her sword pointed at him. I know that we can't just kill you. I know our deal. And I am going to keep my side of the bargain. Okay. Cool. Let's go. Good. Sounds good. But the only thing. I'm worried about is Vance and that sword. Char, what if your friend here breaks his side of the deal and his sword takes over? Well, he's already in hell. I guess he'll go to double hell. What do you mean, break my side of the deal? I don't know what they're talking about. I know. I grow tired of these children. You feel him getting angry, Vance. Yeah. I think what the queen is trying to say is as long as he wields that sword, he is a threat to everything on this plane. I'm glad you realize that. (laughs) (laughs) Sir Vance, can you wield that sword and be ruler over it? I don't think so. I have this far. Children. He has this far only sometimes. What are you talking about? You're already starting to weaken. In combat, we've seen it make you strike others. Don't listen to these children fans. They're misguided. You're losing yourself to it, and you know it. I'm. I'm think I'm doing just fine. Uh, let me speak. Come on. Let, let me talk to him. I don't think that's a good idea. See how you're even speaking to yourself right now? I'm not speaking to myself. I can put them in their place. Okay. Oh, what, you going to let him do it? <laughs> yep. Are you flipping serious? Do you oh let him? Oh, my gosh. Yep. You say okay, and you all see uh, Vance's okay. countenance change. That scar on his eye burns bright red, and uh, it, like, 
the eye grows like twice the size, and now his face is all disfigured and out of proportion. And it's this black eye with this red pupil, like a slitted pupil. You all have questions for me? May I speak, my queen? Yes, you may. And she's still pointing her sword right at Servance. Well, the Hellburner blade. Yeah, the, the, the sword is drawn, by the way, and uh, a light. You, the Hellburner blade. Are you the devil I think you are? Speak your name. <laughs> <laughs> they used to call me Howler. Would you like me to show you why? Not particularly, no. He's kind of tapping the uh, the tip of his sword against the stone floor impatiently. Hmm. You children think you know power, and you think you know what's best for the hills. You know nothing. Howler, what if you were wielded by one mightier than Servance? Oh, I'm just fine. He's weak. Please. His heart is too strong with feelings of emotion. You need someone who just don't care. I don't need you, <laughs> little devils. You're the one in a human form. This form suits me just fine. I don't have long to put up with this. Can we move on? Certainly. I have things. I have goals. I have ambitions. And you two did such a wonderful job of watching your entire kingdom fall to ash. Where <laughs> this is, isn't this beautiful a brother uh, adorning his sister with a fiery crown, making her the regent queen over the burning circle? Who do you rule, queen? He laughs. <laughs> Where are your subjects? Oh, here they are. He walks over and he just punts the nearest horned skull. They are bone and ash. And your father, well, I'm sure he has turned coat by now. <laughs> Char kind of laughs along with them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. Char, you're getting hungry, by the way. Howler? He's walking around and stomping bones. Dead. Dead. They're all dead. And the one you had... And you see Vance's arm reach out and point toward the uh, blue devil that is lying crumpled on the floor. You killed! So who are you queen over, child? How is Vance feeling about this? Hey, part of him feels probably not good. Okay. A little bit. Mm -hmm. But he's also kind of enjoying it. Well, that's what I'm asking. If at any point Vance decides, okay, that's enough, you just let me know. And we'll see what happens. Hmm. Okay. Man, I really want to... Respond? I mean, you can respond. Go ahead. It's a conversation. So she holds up her left hand. Her right hand's holding the sword. Okay. She holds up her left hand, clenches her fist. Mm-hmm. You, Howler, have no domain here. Maybe you have, but I promise you, you leave that body, you leave Servants, and me and you will fight. <laughs> I don't think it's something that you want. I'm not scared of you. It took your father a century to stop me 
and he had to make alliances with much greater beings than either of you little devilish children. You have nothing. Then leave his body. I'm Cowards! I'm tired of this. Tell me, do you have a question for me? Can we settle our differences for a time? Or should we just go ahead and end this now? I can slay you both here, if that would make it all easier. I don't need you. I have no desire to return to the mortal plane. I'm sure Vance will find another way. And yet you're in a mortal right now. Don't speak of things you do not understand, I don't child. think you understand. I understand fully. I understand so much. Alright. That's enough. Is it? Yeah, it is. Howler, just my question simple. What trade? What do you need? Why are you here? What do you need to get you out of Servance? I don't need anything. Passed on to a greater devil... Just release, transform back. My father did such a terrible job that now you're trapped inside a sword. So Vance, why don't you roll me a uh, insight check? That's a uh, four. Four total. Okay. I don't answer to children. My plans are my own. I'll take care of them. I don't need your help. Can we move on? The human and I will not be separated by the likes of you. Miss Gwul, she's her sword. Alright, Howler. I'll let you be for now. But you let Sir Vance be until he meets or does what he has come here to do. Vance and I have a deal, don't worry, I'm not going to renege. The fact stands, you two seem to be more interested in getting in his way than I am. How's that? Don't worry, he needs me. I am helping him. Isn't that right, Vance? You concur, Vance? Yeah. His head nods. So let's move on for now, shall we? Oh, and don't worry. Someday, someday when I am lord over all of the hells. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just make me laugh. And she's going to step down off the throne and start walking toward the library? As you step down off the throne, you shrink back down. She's not phased by Servance. You slowly start changing back, and he just kind of chuckles. <laughs> yeah, one day, you'll get your chance, little child. And then, Vance, you feel him uh, release your body back over to you. <laughs> what now? Well, Misk is going to the library because Saul said something about going to the library. Okay. Uh, yep. Char puts his popcorn away and it's like, okay, I guess we should go now. <laughs> <laughs> Into the fires it is. So as Misk is walking in the front, she's going to like keep looking forward and like raise a hand and be like, good to have you back, Sir Vance. Yeah. She's really mad. You know, anyone with any honor 
would be able to do this without the aid of a devil. Yeah, sure. I gave up my honor a long time ago. I can tell. Shall we descend to the library? Sure. Are there books there? None that you can eat. Are they bound in flesh? Ew. Absolutely, some of them. Can I find the Necronomicon? The what? I read that. That's like a child's storybook. Why do you want that? I'm a fan of fairy tales. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what coil you're from, but it usually just drives people mad. To the Library of Serastus, can we please? Can we set this one on fire, too? It already is. Why are we not there yet? Let's go. Vance, you follow after? Yeah. You all make your way through the castle. Saul, you, and Misk both uh, are falling back into a sort of muscle memory now. You easily make your way through. You know exactly where the library is. Uh, you head down to large, blackened... Uh, there's not really wood much present in the burning circle, but there is some petrified wood. And it's blackened, and you'd find these two large petrified wooden doors that lead into the library. One of them is uh, broken off of its hinges and laying sideways in the doorway. Hopefully there's still something here. What exactly are you looking for, Saul? Knowledge. Perhaps a grimoire. A way to make it to the astral plane. Hmm. Okay, so you're looking for something about the astral plane in here. Yep. So you all go inside, yes? Yeah, Saul walks in like he owns the place. <laughs> well, he does. Uh, does Misk have the crown on, or did it go away when I stepped away? Uh, it's gone. It's gone away. I was just wondering. It's not necessarily like, oh, it's gone now, and it's forever gone, but it's I just not... wanted to know if it, it had disappeared when yeah. I transformed. Or... Yeah, it doesn't just stay with you all the time, no. Um, right. Vance and Char go inside? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you step inside, and um, it's a library. I mean, it is similar, you know, to what you would have expected. There are rows of bookshelves. There are a number of them that have been sort of knocked over and uh, trampled on. Some books and scrolls spread around. But for the most part, this place isn't really in complete disarray. It just looks like no one has been here for a very, very long time. Everything is covered in a layer of ash and the like so there are fires burning lots of them lots of what sort of look like fire pits like uh, fireplaces with seats all around them where people would sit around and read the fires are burning very low however uh in fact it's it's almost just like coals in most places with just a little flame which is very very uncharacteristic this place used to roar like a pyre Saul, Misk, why don't the two of you give me a, uh, let's call it a history check. I think that's a proper use of history. I got an 11 on the dice. I got a 4 plus 2. It's bad. I joke rolled along with it, and I got a natural 20. Wow. I just (laughs) wasted that. (laughs) Oh, man. That's terrible. Saul, you have a plus 2 to history. Oh, I got a 13 total. Okay, a 13 is enough for this to sort of come back to you. Uh, As I've said before, the longer that you all are here in the Burning Circle, the more your memories are starting to make their way back in. And uh, you are now, you can sort of piece together some things. And you 
see the fire and you're immediately brought back to a time when you were here uh, before you left and went up to the mortal plane and any time that the fires would burn low which is something that you had not witnessed in millennia it meant that uh, there was it's all connected the fires are all connected to the vault of souls it's about power and of course the burning circle has been has predominantly been the greatest or one of the greatest powers in all of the hells during your entire existence and so the flames always roared like to the ceiling the fact that they're burning so low means that it's a problem with souls which are of course housed beneath the castle inside the mountain you know you know that souls are the battery of hell basically right everywhere not just here the vault must be nearly empty. You think everything that I had killed in the natural plane would have ended up in the vault? <laughs> Just earless. <laughs> Just, yeah, like the whole, all 15 of them or whatever. <laughs> Which, I mean, is a lot for one person to have John? murdered. <laughs> Don't John? get me wrong. I'm saying, I bet the body count's probably higher than that. <laughs> uh, I mean, y'all know who has the highest body count. IRL. I think we know who that is. Me. Servants definitely has the most bodies, but it's because he cheats. He does. I did throw a bunch of halflings off a mountain. You That's really did, true. Though. One spell. That was awesome. There's no guarantee that any of the souls that Saul or Misk, well, I mean, you know, Saul and Misk maybe, but there's no guarantee that the souls that you guys killed, first of all, that they would have come here. I mean, if they're bad people, probably. But uh, even if they did, there's no way for you to know that they would have come here and not to one of the other hells. It seems like um, the influx of souls for the Burning Circle is pretty low right now. Uh, it's like whatever has taken father is affecting all of the hells. Hmm. Well, or is it? Or is it? We don't it? know. Saul's making an assumption. You remember what Zach said? One of the things he said before he passed away was kings fall and kingdoms fade. It could be that whatever is coming from the center is taking the kings. Well, you know that Zach, what Zach said was that the thing that came out demanded that Serastus surrender and he refused. And that was when it just killed everything. Is a uh, ver... Uh, I about to say ver-sance. ver and French. And Char like right behind me and are they right behind? I mean, the, uh, what what are Servants and Char doing? I'm just following. Char's just kind of putting around the library looking for Necronomicons and or anything to eat. Okay, so there's big fire pits. They're not burning very brightly, but there's definitely some flame in there. So, I mean, you can try and consume some of that if you wanted. Okay, I roll a consumption check. I mean, you don't, you don't have to roll for it. You just get down and eat it. Basically, there's just... I, I got a three... Okay, you burn yourself, but you don't get burned. Uh, it's it's difficult. There's not a lot. Like I said, it's mostly just like these red hot coals that are slightly smoldering. Okay, just gonna eat one of them coals. I just just chew on it, you know. I, I kind of like a mint, you know, just kind of like it's like a beef jerky. <laughs> yeah. Saul interrupts him and his and Miss conversation to point at Char and be and say that has to be an elemental. Char's like (laughs) (laughs) just chomping on like charcoal it's delicious yeah he's like munching on the charcoal 
and then he, he hears elemental and then he's mm-hmm. like no elementals don't they are things they don't eat things it's totally lies Servants, could you perhaps help us find Grimoire's any books of spells? Mm. Or can you read? Oh, I can read. Okay, so you guys going looking for books on Astral Plane? What, what, what specifically are you looking for? He's looking for, yes, books about the Astral Plane. More so, probably the... Wherever the most valuable spells are, he's going to go towards the, the grimoires. He wants the, the book of Serastus's, you know, most powerful wizards is what he's really wanting. Okay. Misk is staying pretty close to Saul, uh, but she's, she's also looking, but she's trying to find an opportunity where she might be able to say something to Saul alone. So... Okay, um, okay. So you're Vance. What are, what are you doing? Are you sticking with Saul? Or are you looking on your own? What are you doing? Well, I don't know what all I'll be able to read of it. Um. Okay, so you go looking to see. Yeah. You you just kind of walk over to a shelf and pick it up, and you find that it is in fact uh, written in Infernal, um, which you cannot read. But as you are reading the pages, um, you hear the voice speak in your head. Need some help, Vance? Yeah, I can't read any of this. Oh, don't worry, I can read all of it. This isn't going to help you. This isn't going to help you. No, you're looking for... You're looking for something better. Keep looking. I'll tell you when to stop. Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, so Saul, you and Misk are off looking through books. You easily find spell books and stuff like that. And uh, you've managed to kind of separate yourself, Misk. Saul? Um, something's been bothering me. Yes. He raises an eyebrow. I keep thinking about what Zach said. He said, he kept talking about how someone who had wielded the blade and they've come back to finish what they started. Do you remember? He said... The circles converged. Their blood spilt upon the altar of what was lost. Kings fall. Kingdoms fade. The hells break upon his blade. He returns to finish finish what what he started. started. The forsaken smothers the light. It rises. Its feet wreathed in flames of forbidden power. The darkness follows. That's what he said. Yeah, I can't. I can't get it out of my head. I, uh, I honestly don't think this is the first time Servants has been to hell. <laughs> Maybe not the first time the sword's been to hell. No, I honestly think that he's been here before with Servants. Really. Did we ever encounter the Howler in our past? Surely not, right? No. We've been here for millennia and never experienced it. But how much time has passed since we've been gone, Saul? It's untelling. And Servants doesn't act shocked at what he sees down here. And he also has Char, who is obviously 
from here. <laughs> like you said, he's an elemental. Sure. He has to be. Yes. What if he's tried? Perhaps, but... I mean... Who... How do you get out of the hells in the first place? He says he's more powerful than any devil. He thinks he's more powerful than any god. But... Maybe it wasn't with Servance. But I do think that the Howler is what Zack was talking about. I would agree with you. I'm worried that our mission, whatever our mission is, it's very, very crazy. I honestly think that there is a underlying mission that the Howler has, like he said, made a deal with Cervantes. I don't know. Well, he's he's looking for a way to become himself and not a sword again, I'm sure. Or he is looking to be placed in the hands of a devil powerful enough to take us all out. What if we take him with us and he... I don't know. Honestly, we just need to keep an eye on him. <laughs> maybe, maybe two. Surveillance is not strong enough to overcome that sword. Our situation is certainly grim. Perhaps you want to find a grimoire that addresses anything to do with the Howler or... Hmm, okay. I can do that. So Miss is gonna kind of... She's kind of really being serious. She's mm -hmm. gonna jump back into that little bit of a like a relaxed motion and kind of start kind of walking away and I'm gonna go look over here and look for the grimoire okay you wander off and uh, into the library looking further Char are you still chomping on fire or is he doing anything different uh he he's as much as I mean if there's still fire to chomp on you know there there's there's bits you'll find that it's very dissatisfying it's not it's not scratching the itch for you not sating your hunger at all hardly it's just sort of like think like eating sunflower seeds when you're really really hungry yeah so he stops he just sits there and cries <laughs> um as you're trying to get some you know some satisfaction from this little bit of fire vance you're wandering around uh looking and you hear uh howler speaking in your head no no not that Go try, try over there no, 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 this is useless. No, no, not that. Try, uh, try, try that shelf. Yes, th those over there. Okay. Uh, you see that, see that one up there that's, uh, it's, uh, it's like a, a yellowish. That one. Yes, that one. Up there. That one. Okay. Climb the shelf, Vance. Okay, climb the shelf. Okay, you, you climb up, you reach up, you grab this uh, this book, and you pull it out. Uh, this, hmm, interesting. Here, I flip, uh, hmm. Yes, keep flipping, flip through there. Wait, right there, stop. You hear him just sort of, sort of like mumbling to himself. This is promising. Vance, I think this will get us into your astral plane. Really? It's not going to be easy, though. Nothing ever is. What do you have to do? 
Well, we're going to need. And uh, as he says that, you you uh, you hear something. Man, it's, it sort of grabs your attention. Hmm. Sounds like something <sighs> being crushed, like stepped on. You know, think like somebody stepping on a twig. So I look around. You look up from the book, and standing about 50 feet from you, the other end of this long, dark bookcase, is something you have certainly never seen before. Uh, There is this large creature. It's solid black. It's... It's as black as darkness with this, like, rippling, oily-looking black skin. Uh, it's tailless and muscular. It looks like almost like a hound, like a very large hound or maybe a lion, um, but the size of a medium-sized elephant. And it doesn't have a head. Where it ha- where its head would be is just, like, this neck, and um, there is this... It's rounded off at the end. And it's just standing there in front of you. And uh, by the time you notice it, the skin at the end of its neck just opens up, and there is this gigantic white eyeball, just pupilless and pale, and it blinks quickly about three times looking at you. Uh, what is that? Draw your sword, Vance. I <laughs> draw the sword. You pull out the sword. And that eye, like, blinks one more time, and then it splits vertically and opens up, but it, like, spreads out, and there's this great widened maw of razor-sharp teeth. And it just shrieks and lunges towards you. This is gonna go well. I kill it. Uh, that's that's where we're gonna end this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh. No. With the death of Servants off the wall. Nice. Uh, yeah. Just solved. Just kidding. Gonzo. Wow. That was a tense episode. I feel so stressed. I'm like sweating. Okay. Um. Hey, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to find out whether Servants lives or dies, you'll have to tune in next week. When Spoiler, we shall, uh, he's not going to die. <laughs> commence with the... Uh, Seems like we're going into possibly a combat situation here. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being a friend. And uh, we love you. We love you. Love. See you in a week. Ciao, homies. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.